1979, we discovered in space, no one can hear you scream. In 1992, we will discover on Earth, everyone can hear you scream. All right, everybody. Finally, back on the scene, crispy and clean, episode 19. We are finally back, and we got a good one planned. Welcome to the Hive Mind Podcast. Good to have you guys uh, as an audience again. We took January off after a crazy holiday season, so we're here to start 2022 off with uh, 30 years of Alien 3. And today I'm here with Ryan and Devin. Say what's up, fellas. What's going on? All right. So we also have a couple anniversaries here. You know, it's also Prometheus. Ten-year. Mm-hmm. Right? Ten, yeah. So we're going to spend a good portion of the year celebrating both of these. Some of us like one movie is more than the other. So, you know, we'll, we'll enjoy what we could enjoy. Yeah. But today is just um, Alien 3. And um, this was Ryan's idea. Today we're just going to discuss the pre-production, all the, um, the drama that happened in a perfectly smooth uh, yeah. transition from <laughs> alien three. So yeah we'll development heaven yeah develop- oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll do our best not to repeat some of the stuff you guys have heard a million times before but you know um it's always fun to talk about the absolute insanity of what happened going from aliens to uh to alien three so um mm-hmm. where should we shots the guys off ryan what do you think well, I think we should probably just go like right from so a- when Aliens came out in 1986 was a huge hit. Obviously, you know, 20th Century Fox was like, oh, there's, you know, we want a sequel, you know, of course. And, you know, I think the Brandywine team of, you know, Guyler and Hill, they, they weren't really that enthusiastic about it, but I'm sure 20th Century Fox offered them a a ton of money, a metric ton. <laughs> They're like, all right, I guess we're a little more enthusiastic now, but they, uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, they just, just try to go over some ideas. I think an early idea was Xenomorphs, uh, invading earth. And it seemed like that's always like throughout at least the first four films, that was always like, a, a some kind of like a thread, uh, a store a possible story thread is like these xenos coming to earth at some point i know resurrection was also they also thought about doing that even actually at the end of resurrection they had in the special edition they had a cut scene where they're looking over like a destroyed paris or i don't know something like that with colin ripley looking at it but yeah i don't know it's uh that's always tricky but yeah i mean obviously from from there they just had a with alien three, it was just this one thing fell through. And then they had all these different story ideas, like script ideas. And then obviously Sigourney Weaver wasn't even that interested in coming back. She thought like they pretty much had completed you know, Ripley's arc in a way. And, and she was also a little upset that, you know, they cut out, well, we, we always watch a special, we watch a special edition now, but Back then, they cut out a lot of Ripley's uh, some like really good character moments, you know, about 
you know, her daughter and things like that. So she wasn't that thrilled about doing a third one. So there's just, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, just a lot of development issues that came up and it really, you know, I think it really got to the point where they wanted a, they wanted a script that didn't really include Ripley at all. And I think that's where William Gibson's script came to light and you know, William Gibson's a big cyberpunk, you know, pretty legendary cyberpunk writer. And they wanted to see if he could do an alien script. So I don't know if you guys have had a chance to read it or at least the synopsis of it. But but yeah, so William Gibson's script, uh, I mean, we'll get into more detail about it, but it it sort of put Ripley to the side. I mean, it's almost just like a cameo role and just yeah. focused on basically... Uh, I think they wanted to Michael Bean's character Hicks to sort of take over, but how many yeah. scripts were there? Two, three? Uh, well, <clears throat> there were a total of, let's see. There's well, Gibson's about five it, scripts. There were a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gibson had a lot yeah, of rewrites of each yeah. script and mm-hmm, there were yeah. 10 writers total. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like there's you hear it out loud like that. Oh my god. If any series deserved a making if any entry in the series deserved a making of book, it was three. Yeah. Pre-production of Alien Three would be its own book. Oh yeah. You couldn't like if it was if it was a Rinsler book, it would have to be a multi-volume. Right. Because Mm -hmm. you know, they were they were uh like from 1987 to well up till 1990 1991 they mm-hmm. were just batting ideas back and forth and yeah just a bunch of shit happening just <laughs> there's they didn't yeah. know what direction they wanted to go and there was all kinds of crap and studio input that was you know bad and it was being reflected in the scripts and mm-hmm. Um, because you know what's interesting is you know that trailer where he's like on earth everyone will hear you scream (laughs) you know (laughs) that they they were convinced it's going to be on earth i'm assuming that teaser came out like what 1991 yeah something like that yeah yeah i remember i remember being so excited i'm like oh it's on earth i'm like all right (laughs) and and, and the thing is they were initially floating around the idea of you know ripley and new like tracking um alien sort of um on earth and it would be blade runner-esque oh um environment and william gibson was brought on in 1987 well mm-hmm. before the teaser right to write the script and the producers you know guyler walter hill they sat down they said well uh you know we are on a budget we can't really afford that shit so let's not go in that direction because William Gibson was like, I would have gone in that direction. He's like, before they said that I couldn't do it, I would wanted to do that. So I guess I have to do something else. Mm -hmm. And then that's what resulted in the whole, uh, you know, the insular environment of a space station. It would have been more open Mm. in the beginning, but see, that was just a notion that when it came down to it, they were just like, Oh, well, logically we, it's probably going to 
costs way too much money for us to do it like yeah. that. And um, so I wonder if there was some kind of miscommunication in the marketing department. And they're like, we got to put out a teaser. And like, well, what? What? What is the story? What, like, And they're like, we don't know yet. We, we, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're still settling on something. <laughs> it's like, uh, just uh, come up with something cool. And then right. so the marketing department is like, aliens on Earth. I would love to see <laughs> that in a third movie. Okay, let's make that. And then they gave it to the voiceover guy, and he's like, oh, really? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, 1979. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it just, wow, I've never really seen anything quite like it. A trailer mm-hmm. that is advertising a movie that doesn't have a story yet. Or, yeah, you know, isn't really locked down. It was kind of weird, just mm-hmm. confusing. <laughs> yeah, and that was just like an early sign that this this production yeah. was going through some serious yeah. issues. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah. It was um, funny too because when the movie, you know, I saw it in the theater when I was young. You know, I liked it, and I was one of the few people who, uh, you know, enjoyed it. You know, and this was obviously pre pre social media and internet and i had it wasn't until years later years later that i realized holy shit this was a disaster of a <laughs> of a time even getting to this movie oh yeah man i remember when i one of the first things that interests me the two things when i you know when i read that always stuck out to me was the the vincent ward the wooden thing Mm-hmm. Um, which needs to be adapted somehow, yes, yeah. because it's so unique. And um, I'm a big fan of the Pitch Black series, and David Tui did one of the scripts, and I know he took some of those bases of ideas from there and he put them into Pitch Black, mm-hmm. like with the um, the prisoner being the anti-hero Riddick, and you know, yeah. the creatures are obviously alien-esque. I'm like, right, huh, that explains a lot. I always thought those were. Those two things for me, though, were the ones that uh, that stuck out. I'm like, oh, interesting. How it still found its way into other projects. Yeah, I had no idea when I saw Pitch Black that Tui had some involvement with aliens. Yeah, no, I didn't find it until much later. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really, yeah, there were a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, especially creatures in Pitch Black. And a lot of reviews from the movie were like, yeah, very reminiscent of it kind of reminds you of an alien series and um i had no interest but, in not to digress i had no interest in seeing it because i saw the trailers i'm like another fucking aliens ripoff it's not gonna <laughs> <yeah>. bother <laughs> and one of my friends goes to me he goes dude you're gonna like this movie i go oh it's like trust me i'm like fuck fine oh yeah <laughs> and we got about half, i see him watch me as i'm watching it we're about a half hour in i go oh, okay i need to own this movie <laughs> 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 all right this is this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That really that was the one that got Vin Diesel on the map for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. This, this, yeah. This guy's awesome. Yeah. He's got that deep voice. You yeah. know, just like <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, you know, I mean I think when it comes to alien, I think even like college some colleges like that have film schools, they use alien three as an example of like a very, like a super disastrous production. It's um, never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they just never had, even up to the time of filming, they just never had a cohesive, a really, you know, thoroughly cohesive idea. Like they just, yeah, I think Fincher was brought on without a, the script completed. Um, I think, yeah, Guyler and Hill Imagine. were still Here's working the movie. on we're it. Not done. We're not done yet, but go direct it, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. That's an interesting thing in and of itself because, uh, you know, when they brought him on, he initially he and I, I, I don't know if it was naivety or what, but he he had this vision. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is what I want to do for Alien 3. And he's like, oh, yeah, it'll be like all these colonial Marines and they'll be going mm-hmm. up against the horde of Xenomorphs and it's just going to be a big fucking battle. And yeah, like, well, we that's not the movie you're making. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you see Guyler and Hill had they took control because after a while they're like, we got to stop playing games. This is getting fucking ridiculous. Right. Through all these writers. We, we got to stop playing this game. So they took matters into their own hands. They bashed together, I guess what you could say is the skeleton of alien three mm-hmm. based on elements from all of the other drafts, whether it was consciously or unconsciously, mm-hmm. like for instance, uh, Eric red who did near dark, he wrote a draft of alien three and in it, there is a dog alien because in that uh script the the alien organism it's able to it's like the thing it, it just absorbs you know right. whatever material it comes into contact with so there's xenomorph chickens xenomorph mosquitoes oh uh, it's just <laughs> yeah <ridiculous laughs> but one of them is a dog and maybe Guyler. no one can hear you cluck but guyler and hill are probably coming through that shit and they've just filed it away they're like xenomorph dog yeah right and you know they took david elements of david tui's script Mm -hmm. which involved convicts and they were like okay well let's just take the kind of pseudo uh religious uh monk stuff from vincent ward's script and, and sort of bash that together and then fincher together with a novelist friend of his Mm -hmm. they put their heads together and worked on the script as well themselves to right venture was like i can't shoot this i gotta (laughs) make it something i want to make so they were putting stuff in there and then that resulted in the whole butting of heads right uh, because guyler and hill didn't sanction that and they they got pissed yeah and uh yeah the 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 friend who helped out shit i don't know his name i should have uh well (laughs) okay wait a minute i got it okay so rex pickett that was his name oh yeah pickett Mm -hmm. and uh so there's a bit of a stalemate between the producers and Fincher and Pickett. Mm-hmm. And so like Pickett ended up being kicked to the curb. And, you know, I, I think there were a lot of things that Fincher genuinely had to fight for that genuinely came from his efforts to make, make it a better movie than say the producers probably would have been happy with putting out. And that's always yeah. been the thing about alien movies. It's like a push and pull thing. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people made it happen, but 
you know, it, a lot of conflict sort of yeah. came out of it. You know, a lot of people saying, I think it should be done this way and mm-hmm. others saying it should be done this way. And then it turns out that, you know, a little of each of what both sides wanted ended up working, you know? So it's a yeah. good thing that neither side got 100% what they wanted. Right. Um, yeah. I think they had a lot of like, completed or almost completed sets according to one of the previous scripts and then they but and then fincher comes along and they want to do something else but they're like but no you have to use these sets because they cost millions of dollars and like (laughs) you know we can't just take it down i mean we're gonna go way over budget and he's just like you know and it sucked for fincher because he i mean up to that point he was just a music video producer you i mean you filmed great the music videos are great if you go look back at them just really visually studying but i don't think these well uh hill or the fox people i mean they even sent i think was his name john landau basically to just basically to be a no man to to fincher like just keep telling him like you can't you can't do that you can't do that um it's sort of like break the guy down but um but yeah i think they just didn't trust him it, maybe in the, a new director and all yeah you know I, and they didn't understand the talent that yeah. he had you know i think a lot of people didn't even in the the featurette behind the scenes featurette which is an awesome featurette if you know if, um, if nobody's watched it i think it's uh, i forgot the it's got a good title too i just forgot oh, let me pull it up real quick it's, it's uh, awesome. on the quadrilogy right yeah yeah Um, yeah you you put me onto that ryan i don't know i had never Mm -hmm. either forgotten about it or yeah uh, never seen it and i watched it last year i'm like holy shit this is yeah awesome although the studio obviously were like well we can't (laughs) we we gotta kind of control the narrative here right yeah so the first one that came out was edited edited um the newest one is unedited so there's a lot more like open dialogue yes wreckage and rage that's right um so newest one is it's a lot more openly you know the more like anti stuff against fox and i guess the you know after all this time they decided okay it's fine that people know that we made mistakes and things like that but if you um, um Sorry, but to, to watch it, if you don't have the quadrilogy, it mm-hmm. should be on your, if you have it on iTunes, be in your iTunes extras. If you have movies anywhere, you can watch it on the extras there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's really fantastic. And yeah, so it was just a, a lot of, uh, yeah, bringing this, I think Fincher was 27 when they brought, I mean, brought him wow. on and. And I think they kind of wanted, they thought it was like kind of traditional because Ridley Scott was really relatively unknown when he did mm-hmm. Alien. James Cameron, he'd only, he did The Terminator a couple of years earlier, which I don't even think was a theatrical release. I think it was HBO. Maybe it got a theatrical release, but, but yeah, he's still relatively unknown besides The Terminator. So I think it was more like, okay, let's bring on another new guy because that's, this yeah. seems to be working. The first two movies were <laughs> massively successful. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, obviously, you know, Ridley Scott had a struggle to get his release. James Cameron, I think they were pretty like they kind of like they loved what his ideas. And I think the biggest struggle Cameron had was 
at least according to the behind the scenes was dealing with the, you know, the, uh, the staff, the crew in on the England end, just because they have a different kind of work style and ethic that, you know, as opposed to Cameron, it's like very, he's kind of really pushes and like he wants things done when he wants it done. And he's very demanding and, you know, they have a different, they need their tea breaks in England and, you know, they need like go to pubs and stuff like, I mean, they need time for, themselves it's just a different environment so i think that was yeah. kind of the biggest problem with for him yeah. but with alien 3 i mean you know people were saying this like fincher you know at first he came in he's very he's very jovial and very like excited to get going but by the time it got to like the end of production he was just very like he just looked older and more weighed down and frustrated like with the whole process because it wasn't you know, it wasn't working out the way he wanted it to. And it's just, you know, um, it's just too bad because then just three years later, he makes this movie called Seven, which is just yeah. this <laughs> phenomenal horror movie that yeah. became iconic. And, yeah. uh, you and know, Fight Club. And, yeah, yeah, Fight Club. I mean, yeah, um, the game, which is kind of pretty yeah. underrated. Yeah. yeah, that's a very underrated movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, uh, I mean, now he can do whatever he wants with whatever budget. <laughs> you just give him a blank check and like, here, yeah. have at it. Um, <laughs> it's too bad because he still won't even talk about his time on Alien yeah. 3. Yeah, um, even to this day, he wants nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, and he's worked with Fox, though. There's a couple, I think Fight Club was with Fox and a couple other m- movies he did with them. So he still has a relationship with them, but. But yeah, it's just, it's too bad that I think even uh, Michael Bean, you know, he was, he, you know, he was initially frustrated that they sort of wrote him out right at the beginning of the movie. And, you know, he wanted to get paid for it because they were showed his face, at least in the theatrical yeah. cut, they showed like his image in it. And uh, it's funny in the behind the scenes featurette, he says, you know, if uh, if I knew that David Fincher was going to be David Fincher, I would have just said, hey, man, do whatever you want. Just give me a role in one of your next movies. <laughs> but I thought that was hilarious. That's um, a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just interesting how all the alien aliens and alien three, they all just like jettison these guys careers in the yeah. like the stratosphere and but they all it was all just a struggle and sometimes uh, i know it's talked often in like perfect organism podcasts was that just sometimes it's that struggle that brings out the real art of a film and yeah. the high, higher quality of a film because they really have to fight for it and yeah um good point yeah and i know with Alien 3, at least a theatrical cut, you know, there, it's it's a little choppy. It's uh, it doesn't totally it doesn't flow super well, but at least with the assembly cut, you can kind of get a better idea of the of what Fincher wanted. And it's definitely more fleshed out story. And it's really oh, yeah. like a, a really solid and even great movie at times, you know, just so. But yeah, just too bad it went through through so much development hell. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun to get to like look into the scripts and 
you know, see the different ideas. I think even William Gibson's script, they took some ideas from it for Prometheus and Alien Covenant because they had all these scripts at Fox and they're like probably coming through them like, oh, I like that idea. Maybe we'll show up in the yeah. movie down the line. And, you know, with, um, especially Covenant because Covenant and, and, you know, a little and Prometheus too is this idea that you can be like infected by this by this yes. uh, organism yeah. and sort of be trans, you know, transformed through like this body horror type of thing to turn into a Xeno or some kind of, um, or give birth to a Xeno or chestburster or some, some sort of ancestor or, you know, some related being, you know, give birth or, you know, like the mouth burster or whatever becomes this neomorph thing. And it's just, uh, so some of those ideas like were originally in the Gibson script about, you know, people, bodies transforming and things like that. So it was just really interesting how, even though a lot of stuff failed at the time, they still try to utilize it later on in, in other films and probably use it in comic books too. And, you know, other mediums. So, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that stuff was from those scripts because as much as I was into the, you know, the franchise and everything, the scripts was never anything that I delved into. I was mm-hmm. just, you know, I'd read the comics, you know, uh, watch the movies, blah, blah, blah. But I never, I never got to the scripts. It wasn't really until God, almost the last few years, I went, oh, when I got to, you know, the audio novels and the scripts were available when I got more invested mm-hmm. that you know from listening to other podcasts and you know I was reading some of the scripts on the galaxy you know i brought through them i go oh shit this stuff was was uh was written about before mm-hmm. because i just i knew of the different variations but never actually you know learned about them and i had right. no idea so it was like my whole world just went yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like that you know it's cool that these i even though it didn't these ideas that have come to fruition that mm. down the road like hey like you said right yeah you know this is kind of cool let's let's try this out right yeah. yeah yeah exactly but yeah the one i would love well they made a again they novelized and then they also made an audio drama of gibson's script which is really good mm-hmm. really well done and yeah. they brought back lance henriksen and michael bean for it yeah um, that one was on, really good yeah yeah so I know I've mentioned it before, but you know, if anyone's listening, it's on Audible and you can buy it or you can, if you have the monthly subscription or whatever, you can download it. And it's, it's a couple hours, uh, just like a length of the movie, but it's, and it's really well done. Yeah. Really good voice acting. So, but I would love, it would be really cool if they made one of Vincent Ward's script too. And I know Dave, you were mentioning it, I think before we started, but it's just like when Vincent Ward talks about it in the behind the scenes featurette, I was just like, so engrossed, like it's the way he tells it and yeah. the, and the, just describing this world. It's so vivid and vibrant. And it's, um, it's really interesting. Like it's just, it's too bad. It never, it's so different. It is very That's different. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if in, you know, if we get it realized in some way, if it, it would, fully work but it's just so right. like you said Devin, it's just so fresh and it's so different let's let's get a comic uh, a mm-hmm. novel 
something because the two scripts I want to see the most adapted in some form are the Vincent Ward and then the John Space Prometheus. Just yeah, and I mean even the uh, Blumkin Alien Five would be fun to see just adapted because oh, let's absolutely. get stuff that's just mm-hmm. those are three things that are people talked about. I mean. Off the top of my head, the scripts that are talked about the most. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of time because Marvel just got the fucking license. But yeah, I think it'd be awesome to get comic books and audibles of both because I'm I'm sure they could get a decent amount of voice actors and people mm-hmm. to go, yeah, you know what? Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Why this. not? Yeah. It doesn't have to be and, official or anything. It's just like a almost yeah. like Marvel's what if, you know, like what right? could have yeah. been. Yeah. And it's, it's uh and I'm sure really... some of these actors who have maybe still some tie to the series will like mm-hmm. to come back, you know. But yeah, the, the Vincent Ward man was like some wooden world type thing with monks, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, man, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's I'd a great, to... the great scene where they're they're uh, getting pulled through the toilet. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah they're all taking a shit and the <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> Xenomorph is pulling him through the toilets. I know. I yeah. Like, that is insane. That is <laughs> like, that is, you've never seen that in an alien movie before. Like, no. damn. <laughs> we might have to do, a, do an episode just on that one. I got to give that script. Uh, <laughs> it's I always been a fear I'm... of mine. Like, when I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's like TMI right now, but you know, I'm <laughs> sitting on the can and I'm all, it's just like this horrific feeling of like something coming up and like either entering me and like eating me in from the inside or pulling me down and like you know pulling my innards out i don't know just something really like graphic but and then vincent's script that's like it's there you know it's like this sort of nightmarish thing that's been in my you know from time to time has come to my mind but yeah i think it i think that would have worked and i think maybe they, that's something they can incorporate i don't know if that'll be in uh noah holly's series at some point or just some kind of other ideas might show up there um you should, yeah uh, <clears throat> you should tweet noah holly yeah you know listen noah, <laughs> right you gotta have the you know pull down a victim from a shitter you know it's this great is, is this is that, kind of a no-brainer, buddy. Yeah. Before that, there was a horror movie <laughs> called the I don't know what it was called the Uglies or the Fugglies. I don't know what they're Ghoulies? The Ghoulies. Ghoulies. They'll get oh. you. Of course, I end. of course I know this. Yeah. <laughs> I I well, maybe that was an homage to the Ghoulies. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, they okay. came out of the toilet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dreamcatcher so, Dreamcatcher Dream had that too. Yeah, Dreamcatcher Dream was lame, but uh, those I remember yeah. that those little slug things would go through their yeah, yeah, buttholes yeah. <laughs> and infect them. <laughs> but uh, uh, listeners, where else do you get this sort of? Yes, right. Yeah, granular content. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. award-winning material. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hope we don't get canceled by I don't know yeah. anti butt penetrating. Uh, <laughs> <don't know>. Yeah, 
thing, the butt thing. All yeah, right, stop. All right. <laughs> the butt thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, just a lot, you know, even through all the development hell, just a lot of really interesting ideas came out of it. And it's really as fascinating to kind of look, read through it and watch the featurette and just kind of get, yeah, I almost like get, get a little bit of idea of how just movies in general, in general are made and how it's, you know, these people are just like me or anyone else and they, you know, they, they don't always have the answer and they always like things don't always flow smoothly. And, and, you know, behind the scenes in Hollywood, there's a lot of budding heads. There's a lot of budget issues. There's people making mistakes and picking wrong people or, you know, not picking the right ones. And it's just, uh, it's just really interesting how it all comes together. And it's just, it's sort of a, in a way humanize the, the production a little bit more for me. And um, I, and I kind of appreciate the end product a little bit more based on how much of a struggle it was to get made and that they were still able out, especially with the assembly cut, still able to put out something that is people look back on like more fondly. And then, yeah, when it was released, it wasn't looked at, very highly, very nihilistic and very um, yeah. dark film, yeah. Depres- kind of depressing. Really, as you know, the 80s, 80s was this very optimistic time in a lot of ways. And Aliens kind of had this more optimistic tone and, you know, fighting back and getting, you know, Ripley turning from, you know, she was a survivor and now she's a fighter and she's confronting her fears and taking on the queen. And now you have alien three coming out right when you know you know heavy you know uh, 80s metal is ending and grunge rock is starting to take over and people are you know start instead of like the more i know vibrant colors people are wearing in the 80s and now it's like kind of it's this grungy black. it's all dark yeah. and grungy <laughs> torn jeans people are just the, like you know the 90s uh, the 90s had enough of the 80s pretty much right yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the soundtrack was yeah. like yeah. kill yourself <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was so dark like the <laughs> aliens soundtrack you know it was you know it's mm-hmm. suspenseful is intense it was yeah. just really yeah. you know like it, it really got you excited but this mm-hmm. one was like Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why Ryan when you said that it made me think of um Dennis Leary stand up and he's like shiny happy people take your shiny happy people and shove it up your ass whatever the fuck yeah. <laughs> that's what the 90s was right yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got... enough of that shit that's when the anti-heroes became big and all that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it was uh it fit the time It fit the changing of the times. I think even though it wasn't yeah. popular when it came out, but you can look back on it and see it's really, it fit with the way sort of society was going in popular culture. Right. And it's Hogan yeah. joining the NWO. <laughs> right. So, yeah. That was <laughs> about very, that time. Emo. very emo. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. It's just, yeah. It, and I was a big, I mean, I, you know, 
middle school and high school for me, it was all nineties. So I kind of grew up on that, even though now I'm a big like eighties fan, you know, but I grew up on like Alice in Chains and oh yeah, you know, Nirvana, Pearl mm. Jam, Soundgarden, you know, um, you know, I was a big smashing, smashing pumpkins. I was a big fan of them. Oh, and, yeah. You Nine know, so my guys. Damn, and, you know, uh, Alien missed an opportunity. They could have had all those guys on the soundtrack. You know? I know, right? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> soundtrack <Imagine>. with Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't kill yourself at the end of this album, we didn't do our job. You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's just... Uh, yeah, really fascinating how it aligned with the, the culture shift. So, but a lot, yeah. yeah, we have a lot of good stuff to talk about this year for sure when it comes to Alien 3. So, yeah. Yeah. And Prometheus. And Prometheus. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. right. That'll probably be uh, me, Devin, and then some, uh, we'll have some guest stars Ooh, as, as, as we go through it, mix, mm-hmm. mix up the voices. Mm-hmm. Um, give yeah. You guys some, uh, some new new views right yeah. some we got some side episode ideas which we don't want to say anything now but we're gonna do something a little different coming up as we try to do here at least <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh try and get new replace on just to piss off yeah. that guy that so we kicked out yeah. of the group yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the podcast but our xenomorphine uh I yeah, we group, had so yeah Sorry for all that had to see that inappropriate <laughs> behavior. It was as fun uh, and uh, over the top we could be. It was a little, little, little too much. So yeah, <laughs> we have fun in our group, but uh, chill, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No. But actually, before we end the alien, there's a couple of things when we were I was reading up real quick for the pre-production stuff that mm-hmm. I had no idea that even despite all the shit. The movie went through. Where is it? Just it was actually a, it was actually nominated for a bunch of um, you know a couple awards, and I just lost the fucking thing. It was uh, nominated for visual effects. Yeah, um, and I think even like on the Saturn Awards. Um, yeah, seven like Saturn Awards Dutton, and a Hugo yeah. Award. Mm-hmm. I wow. had no idea. I was like, what? And considering that absolute monstrosity of pre-production I'm like yeah, that's pretty good yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean when you consider all of the like practical effects you know the the bishop mm-hmm. uh, whatever's mm-hmm. left of bishop roadkill bishop yeah that was a dope scene too um, mm-hmm. yeah that was like they made it fully pretty, functional pretty but apparently it broke down a lot on set like it was it, oh, it tested everyone's <laughs> patience but it comes off well on screen. So it does. yeah, it really does. yeah. I, and I admit like the first time I saw alien three, I thought that was Lance Henriksen under like makeup and under. Like, yeah, I did too. Stuff, and I thought I they too. just, I didn't had no idea. Uh, so yeah, the end product, it got me, but yeah, but uh, yeah, that was really, yeah. I, something that's kind of throughout the, all the alien films, they all look good. You know, they all, I think Fox yeah. always made sure that they had a nice visual look. I felt like Covenant might have been like 
surprisingly the most recent one was kind of like the most sort of drab sort of looking movie and you could tell it was yeah solid. yeah but uh yeah it has some gorgeous shots but um it's not as unique as the other ones yeah like i know people some people still don't like the prometheus aesthetic but it's just it's so different and so unique like it's almost like the antithesis of of mm-hmm. alien 3 which was this you know, dark, grimy, nasty right. prison thing. Prometheus was like, all right, let's show the other side where everything is, yeah. you know, um, you know, top of the line. It was where all these mm. greens and browns to so these like blues and greens. It was cool. It looked yeah. completely different than the mm-hmm. other films. And, you know, yeah. one thing the alien, like you said, the alien films, they always look good, look different. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's true. They all have like a different aesthetic. And even yeah, though yeah. Uh, Alien Three was kind of very dark, a lot of red and tones and brown tones and stuff like that, just for me it just worked. There's a lot of really yeah. good shots oh, yeah. in there, and just yeah. Oh um, yeah. And yeah, so it was, uh, and yeah, obviously Fincher's visual eye came through. It's just, and now, and obviously we saw later on that he had he could tell a story very well. And yeah. it's too bad. I always kind of had a hope that Fox would bring him back just for try and get him for another movie and just say, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Here, here's the blank check. Just go for yeah. it, man. And just, we're sorry. We screwed up. Yeah. Here you go. But I don't know. That'd be the dream. That's the <laughs> dream. Yeah. I would love to see another Fincher alien film where he just did whatever he wanted. Yeah. Um, yes, please. But uh, and he's I, I don't know, maybe he will do something like with Hulu at some point because he, he has ventured into like streaming services. And mm-hmm. I think he did a Manhunter show or something fairly recently. Yeah, yeah something uh, on Netflix, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it was really <clears throat> pretty successful. My, and... Mindhunter, I think. Mindhunter? Oh, Mindhunter. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, a lot of good, lot of good stuff to look forward to this year. And yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even just the. I mean, we got comic books, the comic book stuff coming out. We still have. We got. I don't know. There's a bunch of bunch of novels. Hopefully, we'll get some. Keep getting leaked information. We keep getting information about the TV show for people to overreact over. <laughs> um, yeah, they did delay that a little bit further, huh? I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't even know when they're like going to start filming now. I didn't pay no, attention no. to torture. Fucking torture. Yeah. Never. But waiting my whole <laughs> life for an alien TV. Waiting my whole life for an alien TV show. Uh, wait, you could wait a little bit more. No, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> what I read is like, I think they said they wanted to give Holly like more time to develop it, but I wonder if it's more because of COVID or. They just Maybe. not sure about where things are headed. They want to make sure that you know things are gonna that they can get like a full cast and crew in and without like yeah. restrictions. I mean, <laughs> you can you see you can tell like some of the movies that have come out during COVID that were filmed during it, like sparse, like you know sparse actor. I mean, they just had one with Tom Hanks that was uh, it was called Finch, and it was just him and a dog 
and a and a cgi like robot and like you know it's just stuff like that you, you saw there's like movies where it wasn't they limited like the number of people on it it just I don't know. Mm, yeah. Just, you if, if you're going to do the shadow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah uh, sure. If we're going to do an alien yeah. TV show, do it, do it right. Yeah. Do it right. The executives yeah. probably were running it back to Holly and they're like, the fans hate whatever's leaked. Like, yeah. they don't like what yeah. they've seen. We got to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, shit. What? <laughs> like, go back to the drawing board. They hate it. Yeah. <laughs> They have that alleged <laughs> image of some, it looked like a neomorph, but like with these saggy boobs and like a little like nipples <laughs> yeah. on it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. come on. It kind yeah. of reminds, it's like a neomorph, but like the, the newborn as well. Sort yeah. of a combination is like, uh, New, newborn omorph. Yeah, newborn omorph. The only thought that <laughs> like, came to on. mind. And, you know, it's just pure conjecture, you know, when you're when you don't know anything about the, the what's going to happen. Right. Right. You can only go off of what you see, but it looks, right. you know, it looked very human, like very organic. Right. I was thinking mm. like, man, wouldn't that be a real powder keg? You know, the, the show ends up kind of like forging its own little mythology by kind of making humans the creators of the Xenomorphs. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> because. Yeah. You know, so far we've been given all these details about well, what synthetics are, and you know they're they're trying to crack immortality and all this mm-hmm. stuff that all these little nuggets right. of possible information that we've been chewing mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and I was thinking, man, wouldn't that piss a lot of people? Off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you thought David was bad? Yeah, you know, but that could that that could also not be the case. That's just pure conjecture. That's right. Speculation. Yeah, of course. Uh, it could be uh, like a hybrid, which actually a hybrid was featured in uh, William Gibson's script. As mm-hmm. uh, that was the the kind of metamorphosed being that um, that infected a couple of the human characters, and they called it a hybrid. It was really uh, really interesting. So maybe I don't know if that's they took that idea as well and thought, no, we can sort of a hybrid i mean they already kind of i mean the newborn was already kind of a hybrid like of yeah ripley and a queen but who cares about resurrection <laughs> they're just probably trying to let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just do doesn't, we're gonna do it right this count. time let's do yeah. it exactly it's yeah right let's do it let's do it properly yeah let's do it properly yeah i was just gonna say yeah <laughs> sorry i was <laughs> I'm just me and Ryan always uh, talk at the same time. Oh man, don't worry, it'll just sound so good when I edit it. But yeah, I was just saying, yeah, I would encourage people to. Watch the wreckage and rage. Watch uh, or listen to the Lim Gibson audio drama. Read the other scripts, or at least read the synopsises of the other ones, like Eric Reds, David Twoey's, Vincent Ward, all of them. I think it, I think it'll be if you haven't yet. It's really interesting just to see this whole process. And it, if you read them in order, you kind of see this evolution of the script, and as it went from some very different to what you know what she got to the final production yeah so it's but yeah it's 
just the whole alien yeah, three is just very fascinating. And all the scripts are available on AVP Galaxy, right? Yes, AVP Galaxy.net. Mm-hmm. They have all yeah. the scripts. Mm-hmm. But you guys got any uh, closing statements about the Alien Three pre-production stuff? Anything you guys want to add? The best is yet to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. As far as Alien news, besides that new image. That was, I don't even think that was an official one. They just, someone said it was a leaked image, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. It could be anything, yeah, yeah. really. Could be a, yeah. Someone yeah. could have just made it up. But yeah, besides Holly series getting pushed back again, can't really think of, it's just not a, a lot on the, on the news front. No. And it's, I don't like they've, um, I know there's an aliens art book out, which I haven't. Oh, yeah. Purchased. Mm-hmm. There's some, I think, an alien, I think, colony war novel. Oh, it's coming out as well. I think it was the yeah, board game, too, right? A new aliens board Another game. Another one? I thought, uh, yeah, Colony War by David Bennett coming out, uh, actually soon, April 12th. All right. So pre order that bad boy. Mm hmm. All right, cool. All right. Novel two months. Excellent. <laughs> and uh the They're second mo- issue of uh or sorry not the second issue what am i talking about uh, <laughs> the third issue of the second arc of the alien comic uh yeah i just picked that up yesterday actually yeah it's um it's pretty good <laughs> I, I i you know i know a lot of people have their misgivings about the art i, I think it's gotten a lot better and uh you know the story is it's a it's a run-of-the-mill, uh, yeah, it's a survival story. It's what you would expect from an alien comic, but it's uh, done very well. It's it's very competently done. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. like Brian Wood's <coughs> Aliens Rescue or you no. know, Resistance. That was, that was mm-hmm. Dark Horse. That was basically Dark Horse's version of, you know, like, just slumming it you know oh yeah it was gross and, and embarrassing to watch and <laughs> oh yeah i uh, never yeah. stopped like when i start a comic book the stories i usually keep buying them i'll finish it i never finished those two and i did not give a <laughs> yeah, shit they're terrible. I and i'm a finished. i'm a comic diehard i get a yeah. joke out of almost all of them at how ridiculous mm-hmm. even have little criticisms like i I don't, you know, whatever. It's to me like I look at the alien comics almost like bonus alien material, like stuff we're not going to get anywhere else. Oh yeah. And for me not to finish them, it was oh. yeah, yeah. But thankfully, yeah. these these uh, these Marvel comics, they're they're more dignified. They they treat the material with respect. Oh good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the art definitely. I, I've been. I'm still a couple issues behind. Like I get that people that criticize the art and. They, they 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 do have a point, um, but if they could straighten that out, I think it'd be a little more um, widely accepted. Because I know everyone hates change, especially from something beloved as Dark Horse. But story wise, I think Marvel's doing a, a decent job. And it's something I've said before: this is this is our first foray into this yet. I know some yeah. mistakes are arguably inexcusable. They're going to fuck up. They're going to have to try new things until they figure it out so yeah you know yeah. it'll it should it, it should get better as time goes mm-hmm. i agree yeah. i agree well uh, do you guys want to promote anything Devin? you have uh 
you have some projects right or a project out oh uh, yeah i'm still working on oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh, that symbiosis comic the one that i promised like like about two months ago and it just did not uh, materialize as quickly as i wanted it to but uh, it's like I, i i've just invested uh, so much time and energy into it and it's going to be mm-hmm. worth it yeah you know looking I'm, forward I'm, to it yeah yeah i'm uh, wanting to come out with something genuinely interesting you know yeah. something that yeah. you know because i love alien and i i hope it shows mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah your your artwork is out of this world oh thank <laughs> yeah. you no pun intended it was mm-hmm. pun intended Whatever, <laughs> your artwork's fantastic yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, fans, they're they're always hard at work trying to like fill that void. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Fandom is great for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, long live the fan content. Oh Thank yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of next month, I'm going to something called uh, WinterCon in Queens, New York, and it'll be my first time actually meeting anyone from the movies for the. Uh, yeah, for the the actors from Aliens will be there. For oh Cody yeah, Marines, so I'm I'm excited for that. So that'll, oh that'll yeah, I think cool. uh, William Hope will be there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, William Hope, Jeanette Goldstein, maybe Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah, she's really good about going. I don't think Carrie Hen is going to be there, um, no, but it is. I'm very excited. I'm not usually the type to do meet and greets or photo ops, but I'm like, right. you know what? Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. wonder if Drake is in yes. there. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Mark Ralston. Mark Ralston, yeah. The Terminatrix will be there, too. Nice. Oh, oh Christiana 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 Loken. Loken? Yeah. 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 Nick Stahl as well. All right, cool. cool All cool. right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Um, Nick Stahl. Yeah. Man. Jeanette Goldstein, William Hope. Mark Rolston and Rika Ross. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. That, that, that should be awesome. pretty cool, man. Yeah. Keep that about that. Oh, um, but yeah. I would love to go something like that. I'll, uh, I'll take 800 pictures, everyone. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm good for, you know, I'm good for taking a shit ton of pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as always, join our, um, join the group, like the page, follow me on Twitter, Zena Morning. Dinamorphing 426. Check out all the um, everyone else in the community. Studio Tani with uh, Clara, Perfect Organism, Jamie Patrick, and you know, Christian's good as well. Andy Geek Girl, they're amazing over there. Great deep dives. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the mayor of Alien Fandom, Aaron Percival, him and his squad at a AVP Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all just great, uh, you know, of course. You know, really We're- check out everybody. Yeah, Worlds of Tomorrow. That's Michael. Worlds of Tomorrow. Yes, group. Michael yeah. Sci-Fi site's great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and if and I'm back to being hooked on Aliens Fire Team. If anyone wants to to join me, I'm on both Xbox and PlayStation. PlayStation H two O P R zero zero F. Some invites. <laughs> I'll join you guys until I get tired of the game again, or until Elden Ring comes out in about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so let's fucking squat out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, good. Yeah. We're all set. All right. Yeah. With that, awesome. thanks for listening to the first episode of 2022. And prepare for a fun one. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>